welcome back to the Victory Podcast, new season, season f- season five, episode one. So we are going to kick this off this year, talking about um, something that we really feel our church is going to be focused on this year, um, which is healthy families. And so, what's the point of the? I mean, that sounds dumb. What's the point of a healthy family? But really, why is that something we're going to focus on this year? Um, I think every organization, you know, you need to kind of. The beginning of the year is a good time to say, "Okay, God, what right. is uh, what is our focus here?" And so that's what we were doing. We we're kind of going through that process as a staff, figuring out where we're aiming. And um, and I don't know. This just began to work in me, and call it hearing from God, probably. But uh, that's just kind of the direction that I felt. And then, you know, as that happens, I don't know. My personality is when I get something like that. The best way I can explain it is I back up from it, back mm-hmm. up, back up, back up, so I can try to get the whole view of it. Right. And so in that process and just kind of guess the Holy Spirit working in me and kind of getting this message in me, uh, I was just looking at the power of the family. Um, And again, back all the way up to the Garden of Eden and how God set up the family. And and I began to understand the power of Mm -hmm. family. And I'm like, this is truly the perfect environment. Right to raise children, to create a legacy of faith, proper values, proper morals, worldview. All yeah. A healthy family really has the potential to set people straight, I guess, and then people build culture, build societies, build right. nations or whatever. Yeah. And so anyway, as, as I'm backing up, I'm looking at the power of a healthy family and uh, in ministry, you know, when you're dealing with the issues that people have, um, I guess since this was already in my mind as I'm hearing people and helping them through their issues, I'm thinking family, and I'm like, okay, what kind of family environment did you grow up in that right. shaped that view in you that caused you mm-hmm. to think a husband acts like this or a wife right. acts like this or money is to be handled this way or whatever it is. I don't right. know. Isn't so... In my mind, it just all kind of went down to the family, and so I think what I'm hearing from God is like, let's just help families get solid. Um, and I think that it's such a hard concept sometimes to wrap your head around because the definition of health, like, I can think my family's healthy because we don't do X, Y, and Z, but a family who does X, Y, and Z may think that they're healthy because they don't do this, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like... Um, prison, <laughs> or yeah. whatever it may be, you know, um, it's easy drugs. To, it's easy to point out the extremes, right? And and consider to somebody to be unhealthy because right. of extremes, you know, drug right. addiction, again, right. prison stuff like that. Yes. Like we're not in prison, we're not on drugs, so we're good. So we're good, you know? right? And so, but I, I do think it's important to note that nobody's perfect because you and I have even talked about right. this. I mean, if you look at the families throughout the Bible. Oh, God. Families were jacked up, you know? Yes. Um, like, from the beginning. Yeah. Uh, Noah. Yeah. I mean, Noah, we... Well, Cain and Abel. Okay. <laughs> like, like, your yeah, parents right? had it rough with you and Rick, right. but but Rick didn't try to kill you. Maybe... Did Rick try to kill you <laughs> at one time? But, <laughs> He's probably made a few attempts. <laughs> <laughs> but but there was no murder in there, right. but it yeah. was at the beginning. So that's how quickly it fell. That's interesting. Yeah. Because, you know, you had God creates the perfect family in Adam and Eve by generation two. Right. There's murder. I mean, just that fast, right? 
And then it goes on to Noah, because we all know the great things Noah did, you know, the building of the ark. But after mm. that, he oh, got drunk and naked and, you know, right. I mean, all these kind of things. And Abraham even, you know, I mean. Yeah, with, the, yeah, with his mistress. Sleeping with his handmaid, with <laughs> yeah. Sarah's handmaiden. And right. So they can get, uh, maybe that's the greatest lesson is that, <laughs> man, you can lose this thing that fast. And then David. <laughs> yeah. I mean, David knew what he was doing. I don't care yeah. what anybody says about right. David. David knew what was going oh, on absolutely. on top of that roof. Yeah. And then committed murder yeah. to be with her. And so, yeah, from the beginning. And I mean, this is something that may be sacrilegious. Marrying Joseph. How do you lose your kid? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Well, I think we view that through a Western paradigm but at we, the mall. At you know, the, how do you just turn your head? Exactly. I mean, this was a, but a different a day, situation. Uh, but a whole day's trip? Yeah. And not realizing that your 12-year-old was with you? You know what I'm saying? So, it, I mean, we even brought up Peter. Peter was married, yeah. but we never yeah. – he left his wife for three years. Yeah, well, if, if, we don't know. There's yeah. not a lot of context, but – He may have been home on the weekends. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, I will follow you as long as I can have my weekends right. at home. But, but again, I think that's great to say because when we're talking about health and dysfunction, we're not talking about perfection right? because we all have skeletons in our closets. I think – I think what I want to be aware of, though, is even as we're talking about this, I'm thinking about the little, every little bit of, I guess, unhealthiness you saw in families, it produced something in their children. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like David's little bobble there, you know, God's grace was there, he got redeemed, but it caused the ripple effects in his family. Right. And I think that's all I want us to be aware of. Okay. Is again not perfection, and, and we're gonna blow it. I mean, we're right. just gonna, it's gonna happen. Um, but repent quick, right? Get back in line, you know, um, really, really protect that environment of right. the family because it is so powerful in sending uh, consequences down line right. in, into our family. So that's and all I we're think, saying. I think a funny thing that I think of when I I think most people know if you were to ask straight up, where's the dysfunction in your family? I think you could point Absolutely. it out. We can all point it out. Yeah. So I don't, it's kind of like, duh. it's like when someone comes up to me and goes, hey, you're bald. Thank you. Right, I, yeah. Like, I didn't know that. Yeah. Like, I shaved my head. Yes, I know I'm bald. I don't need to be told that. But at the same time, at the same time, what I'm looking for is, do we have solutions to come out of, even though our dysfunction may not be a, a negative 10 on the scale of, you know, the drugs and the prison and this, not the other, the cartels. Yeah. So how can we improve the health of our family? That's what I'm looking for. Well, the health of the family, and this is our approach this year. We, what we said is we're not preaching on family right. all year because the health of the family is really built by the health of the individual. Yes. The more healthy I am as a husband, father, and then yeah. Laurie is as wife and mother. Um, and so we really have to work on the individual units to to have the overall health of yeah. family, and uh, and so I guess if somebody identifies, hey, my my family is not healthy, turn it inward and go, okay, God, you right. got to start dealing with me, yeah, and um, and help me see, help me have a worldview shaped by your word instead of my right. dysfunctional upbringing or semi-dysfunctional upbringing, right. you know, because even I brag a lot on our family and, and I don't do that to condemn anybody. I do that to give hope, you know, of like, right. Hey, cause we're just normal people, you know? <coughs> right. 
and and there's a there's a certain level of health we've attained mm-hmm. just normal people so when i brag on our family I, I do that to inspire hope now it's not as easy to talk about the dysfunction because there's also right. dysfunction in our family to some extreme now right. again thank god nobody's in jail what's five of them no, yeah. just, <laughs> let's start with Janie. <laughs> yeah. no <laughs> i was thinking jess no, jess is doing the video switching uh, right now so no. uh so yeah there's dysfunction there so we never want to put right. this thing out there like we have arrived we have achieved there's no unhealth in our family because there there certainly right. is but i think what i'm looking for is overall in this fallen world with an imperfect jody involved I want my family to be as healthy as it possibly can uh, because, again, I'm I'm 51 now, and I'm at that age where I'm looking into the future and I'm looking at my grandkids right. and what foundation they're going to stand on and how they're going to see right. the world, how they're going to see God, how they're going right. to, you know, so I really am, like, in that, in that time frame, I guess, where, and, where and, you focus on this. And I can come off as um, when it, when we talk about this or we do a podcast or I counsel people, I maybe it's too simplistic in my mind. And I don't want to undervalue what unhealth is or whatever. But And I hate doing this because with me and you, I know what this always comes back to. If you are making wrong decisions, it's coming from your mind. Yes. We need to renew our mind. How do you renew your mind? Right. By the Word of God. Yeah. There it is. I know the audience is like, there's Brady and Jody going, you got to read the Word. I don't know if there's any other... Like, you can read a a 12-step book. You can read all these habits things. But if you don't change your mentality and get renewed by how the Word of God wants to renew you and have the mind of Christ, I think you will still keep making wrong decisions. Yes. Get what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, I know that may be too simplified, but I really believe that we overcomplicate this too much and be like, if you want the results of this, you have to do what the Word says. Put the Word in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's step one to me is like, yeah, I love listening to podcasts. Like, I remember whenever I was really realizing Brady's an angry person. Like, I can snap like that and I see red. Well, I read some Christian books on anger. And about like, is anger wrong? Because the Lord says in your in your anger, don't sin. And like, why do I get angry? And so there were some really good resources that I read to kind of help, but nothing helped more than the word and letting Christ's characteristics yeah. come on me. So you know, I've been uh I was watching TV the other night and I saw uh, I forget what I was watching, but a commercial came on for a uh a show I've never seen and I'm not interested in seeing, but uh it's uh I think Teen Moms or something like oh, that yeah. on yeah. MTV, MTV or yeah. whatever. Viacom. So they're showing yeah. this, and and again, just somebody, a fifty-one-year-old grumpy man goes like, "Come on, this is ridiculous," yeah. you know. And and you're watching the way they these women are behaving, and you're like, "Oh my gosh, these women are broken," you know. Yeah. And so I get a little, you know, maybe judgmental or whatever. Right. But I don't know if they knew how powerful this was. Mm-hmm. They slipped in this one part where this girl is standing there in tears. And she says, I don't know what love is supposed to look like. Yeah. And I was like, that's it. Yeah. That's it. That's, that's it. it right there. Right. I mean, that's the epitome of everything I'm trying to say in this podcast is right there in that yeah. young woman's words. Is that I don't need her just to make better decisions. She's broken from the inside. Her paradigm, right. her view of the world, her understanding yeah. of love is twisted. Yeah. She doesn't know what it's supposed to look like. So she's right. 
and I don't know why I'm going off into this, but what you find with women often is they equate, they figure out I can get love right. with my sexuality. Mm-hmm. And so they then turn to their body and their sexuality. Right. What are they trying to do? They're trying to feed, feed, feed a feel need. the need yeah. for love. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, baby. I mean, it was such grace on in right. my mind for that girl at that moment. Yeah. I really, she was a young little girl, and I just wanted to hug her like a dad yeah. and just go, baby, this is not. Right. What you're trying to do here is not the way to do this. Yeah. But then I start, because this particular commercial, I think it was teens and their moms. Yes. And so you see generational yeah. dysfunction, and you're going, now MTV's making money off of the dysfunction of these people. Right. And then this girl apparently is a mom. So you have three generations there right. affected by this broken thinking. And so I'm like, okay, we got to get this thinking fixed. Right. And then decisions will get better as right. we go because I'm healed. Right. Because it's not just, uh, you know, you said um, having your mind renewed, and that's certainly a powerful part of it. But part of it is we got to get healing right. from the hurts of the past. So to me, how to get healthy, I mean, if we're answering that question Right. How do we get healthy? As an individual, not just a family. As an individual. Got it, it starts with individuals. Yeah. So that it'll affect our families. Right. I got to get healed from the junk in my past. And some of us, I mean, they, just, some people have been through some rough, rough right. stuff. And you need, I mean, it, it, only God can heal some right. of these things. So you got to get healed, number one. Now, what does that look like? First of all, I gotta, you got to realize you're sick. Realize right. that there's issues here. And then a heart before the Lord, just going, God, I got to get healed from these mm-hmm. things because I'll keep making these wrong decisions if I'm if right. I'm broken. Right. And so I think it begins with a process of being vulnerable and open to God healing you. Mm-hmm. But I do think the way He's going to heal us is through His Word. Right. And so, uh, so I think as we get in the Word, and that renewed mind thing is so clear to me. It may not be to others, right. but. It's like if if I view the world one way, all right, let's let's take the topic of love. Love looks like this, but then I get in the Bible and I find that no, love, love doesn't look like this. Love, love gives, looks like yeah. this, yeah. and so I'm like, okay, I got two different things here. Right. By faith, I have to go. Okay, God, your way, mm-hmm. your definition of love. You are love. Right. You're the author of love. Right. So obviously, you're the one who knows it. So Lord. I'm going to get in your word, and I'm going to let you right. change the way I view and think love to 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 look more like you've described it than the way I learned it or right. MTV taught me or yeah. what, whoever yeah. taught me about love. You know what right. I'm saying? So I think it's that process. Um, I could go on. I think the people you hang around, if you hang around godly people who are further right. along than you are, yeah. Right. If I'm trying to get healthy, I want to hang around with healthy people. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm trying to lose weight, I want to I want to hang around with people who have yeah. lost weight. You know, and are right. further along in the journey. That's your me. tribe. Yeah, yeah, the tribe you. that'll point me back to the Word and mm-hmm. keep me going there. I've got the Holy Spirit who is tutoring me, and yeah. you know what I'm saying. So there's there's a lot of solutions right. to get healthy. But I think first of all, you got to realize you need it, and second of all, you got to engage it. Yeah, not white knuckling and straining right. and striving that's not what we're talking about because God will take you at at the pace you can handle right I re- so you, when you brought up Teen Mom this is a little sidetrack whenever we were pregnant with Brecken 2009 MTV released a show called 16 and Pregnant hmm. 
I hate to admit this, me and Kayla watched it. Oh Lord. But it was it was a different couple, a different girl at sixteen every week. So it was mm. like an episodic kind of kind of show. Is episodic a word? I think so. <laughs> epi, epi, yeah, episodic ep, episodes, whatever. Yeah. Um, but thirty minute episodes of this girl's story. Mm-hmm. And we were in pregnant mode, mm. and so we immediately was like, oh, they're going through the same thing we are, like, when it comes to pregnancy, even though we were married, not 16, you know, that kind of thing. But then that show turned into Teen Mom, mm. and that's when they picked some okay. of the girls and actually made a another show about it. After birth, watching them yes. in motherhood. Yes, yeah. really cool concept, really. But I remember that there was this one couple, I'm not going to say their names, they were on 16 and pregnant, but then they, they've they been on Teen Mom ever since. But on the first season of Teen Mom, the boy who was the same age, so two 16-year-olds, 16-year-old boy, 16-year-old girl, they said, my dad's been in prison, my mom's on drugs, I don't want that, what do we want our life to look like? That's right. And I'm like, oh my God. And now when you go back and watch, they're one of the few couples on that show who's actually bettered their life, wow. bought their first house, because they're getting paid yeah. hundreds of thousands of dollars, yeah. make good inv- because they set a vision. And I think that's what how we should end this podcast to go, if you're the single mom, and we know, don't Google divorce t- statistics if you're a single mom. Don't. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. Like, you, it can condemn you. It can make you feel like there's no hope. Understand that the hope is in the Word. Hope is in Jesus. But I really believe, for some reason, I really feel this year, I got back to doing vision boards, what I want my life to look like, what I want my leadership to look like, what I want my family. And even like, I even told Kayla, I think I really want to take magazines and like cut out things and mm. put up what I really believe the Lord is speaking to us. Like, what Mm. is a healthy, not the white picket fence, but you know what I'm saying, a vision board that we can put on the refrigerator that when Brecken goes and gets a Dr. Pepper, he can see it. Like, that's what our family's going for. So if you're a single mom, you're coming from, maybe you're divorced and you're like, there's no hope because the statistics say that your kids will get divorced. Right. Break it. Yeah. Break the cycle. Yeah. Renew your mind. Teach your kids, but have a vision to go, in 40 years, 50 years, let's say you're a 35-year-old single mom. In 40 years, you'll be 75 years old. Yeah, and what it will, happens quicker than you think. What does Christmas look like? Yeah. yeah. Picture your grandkids, healthy family, coming up to grandma and saying, Grandma, thank you for making the decision that you made at 35 because we're now reaping the benefits. Like, you've been reaping the benefits of Papa Wiley, Right. the decision that he made. And I think... That's something for us to be proud of, to look forward to, be like, my family's going to change and I'm going to be the one to change it. Yeah. You know, often what people are aware of is what they don't want. Right. Yeah. Like, I don't want to repeat the and cycle. And it's negative. Right. right. And so I agree. that That's half of the equation. Right. But what do you want? Right. Right. So go forward, mm-hmm. paint the picture, you know, me with my, draw the blueprint. Right. Exactly. Where am I heading? Mm-hmm. And so once you decide what I want... Then the next question, next question is, how do I get there? Right. What are the habits? What are the behaviors? What are the things that get me to health, right. to this picture rather than that picture? Right. Because right? if all I'm trying to do is avoid this, mm-hmm. who knows where I'll end up, right? right? Uh, we all have seen people change addictions. You know, well, I'm not addicted to drugs, but I'm addicted to pornography now or whatever. You right. know, So we just addicted switched to addictions, right? right? And so getting rid of addiction is a good goal, but aiming for freedom Right. Is yeah. a better goal, yeah. you know? And so uh, anyway, so there's a lot to do here, but 
But this, I think for episode one, I think this is a good base of where we're going. Because, I mean, part of the renewed mind about living, if you want to get whole, you have to forgive. So we need to do a podcast on forgiveness. How do you really forgive somebody who cheated on you? Yeah. How do you really forgive somebody who used your name, stole your identity? Like, I know that sounds stupid, but husbands or wives take all the money, and then next thing you know, leave... There's stories all over the place. How do you forgive those people? But see, that's the thing. There's so many subjects right. yeah. that we could talk about under this guise of right. healthy families. Yeah. And it's going to be specific to each individual, right? Right. And so it could be a thousand things we talk right. about. But We're looking for principles. Right. But when I... God knows the issues I need to deal right. with, and forgiveness may be a part of the package right. I need to go through in order to get me to healthy so that my family can be yeah. healthy. But when I'm in his word, tutored by his Holy Spirit, walking mm-hmm. with him, guess what? In yeah. his timing, guess what he's going to bring me to? He's going to bring me to forgiveness. Yeah. And then I may have some questions, but I got friends yeah. who have walked through this and they can counsel me and they can disciple me in this. Right. And through, you know, a month or two process, next thing you know, I'm free of Right. That part of my life is healthy. Right. Right. And it's yeah. just one step at a mm-hmm. time addressing whatever issue God's right. going to bring us through. Yeah. We mentioned conflict resolution and all these different things. I mean, who knows? It, right. It's it's indiv- it's going to be specific to my situation mm-hmm. as to what healing and what renewed mind I need. Um, just remember the windshield is bigger than the rearview mirror. Yeah. For a reason. Yeah. It's important to look back. Yeah, but more importantly, you need to look forward. Yeah. So don't don't take all the weight of well, I messed up. This is where I'm at because if that's bigger than your windshield, you're going to live in regret and you're not going to have vision moving forward. I would say that, and I would say if we're going with the car scenarios, mm-hmm. you don't have to be at the wheel. This doesn't need right. to be a self help yeah. thing. This isn't a self help. Right. We need to remember that we put God. This yes. is about. Following God, mm-hmm. because what He's going to do is He's going to deal with the real issues. Mm-hmm. Like He may get to healing before decision making. Right? You know, He say may may say, okay, let's let's not talk about decision making. Let, let's get you healed. Yeah. And He knows what you need to be healed of. Yeah, more than you do. Absolutely. Yeah. And He's going to know issues. You may think this is the main issue, but He goes, no, there's actually an issue here. Right. That needs to be he dealt with. He discerns your heart. He, that's, yeah. he's, that's, that's absolutely. in the word. Yeah. 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 And he's control of the pace, right? right? Because we mm-hmm. tend to go, that's it. I'm changing everything today, yeah. you know, and we burn out in, in a week. Right. But he's in control of the pace, mm-hmm. and and he knows what you can do. He'll, he'll, he knows what situations coming up in the future right. that's going to force – that situation is going to be a mirror. Mm-hmm. Like how I respond in that situation, he'll, he'll – he may have your heart ready to go, wait, why did that response come out of right. me? And then yeah. he goes, let's talk about what's triggering that yeah, response. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he is just so good at walking us into health. And and that's why I've been really careful as we're talking about this. I'm like, I hope this doesn't come across that victory's on this self-help, no. healthy, no. let's get healthy you know, right. in, in a secular, no. worldly view of health. Is, no, we really are talking health. about, absolutely, right. God-centered, God right. growing me up, healing me, right. shaping me, conforming me into the image of Christ. Yeah. Because in the image of Christ is perfect health. Right. And so the closer I am to being in the image of Christ, the more healthy I am. Yeah. As I'm healthy, I add health to a family. 
and this thing goes from there. Absolutely. So that's that's where we're at. In a nutshell, is going. where we're going. Yeah. I'm excited. I, I know we got some good equipped classes coming up. Um, you only got one open spot, by the way, so we're not going to advertise the men's equipped class because <laughs> there's yeah. one open spot. But again, lots of great things coming on um, to to bring health to the family yeah. and not just self help. So, hey, thanks for joining us on this episode, and um, we'll catch you on the next one. Yep.